0: What's going on? Feel like a million dollars. Want to check out that ring? What's up, TMZ? You find me, bro. I got my disguise on. What's up, man?
1: TMZ Sports. <laughs> Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock. My man, as always, Mojo Mutati. Mojo, it's the fight that everybody's talking about, and um, we may finally have a date. Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg are fighting mojo at ufc 300 according to chael sunnan the former ufc star he was a a star as a fighter now he is one of the biggest guys one of the biggest personalities in all of mixed martial arts well mojo today chael himself said that the meta ceo actually called him and said, yeah, Chael, the fight's going down. Uh, UFC 300, it would be sometime early to mid next year. The only problem, Mojo, is Meta tells us that phone call did not happen. So everybody now on social media is uh, all excited, thinking that we finally know for real that this fight is gonna go down, and it's all based on uh, a fib by Uncle Chael, because again, the conversation Did not happen. And that's coming from the top communications person at Facebook at Meta.
0: I don't know, babe, cock. I don't know who I would believe more in this situation. (laughs) If he really did call tail, Meta's going to try and sweep that under the rug. So we don't know for sure. I mean, UFC 300 is obviously going to be massive. Probably the biggest card to date for them. I, I have to think so. So it would make sense that they are saving this fight for that card. It would also give both men plenty of time, even with their crazy schedules, to at least get some sort of training in. Dude, this would be groundbreaking, obviously. Funny that Chael... (laughs) Would have this conversation publicly. Um, Maybe just being attached to it is enough to just risk it all and put it out there. But, dude, everyone would want a piece of this fight. Anyone that could be attached to this fight in any way would want to be in on this, whether you're a coach, a trainer, an announcer, a commentator, it doesn't matter. You will be lending your services to one of these two men because they pretty much own social media, they're billionaires. And they, uh, they, they have a lot that you would want. Let's just say that. A- absolutely. I think it's clear, Mojo. We obviously talked to
1: Dana White last week. Dana White told us that, look, both guys are serious about this fight happening. Dana said he believed it would be the biggest fight that has ever been put on by a factor of three. He said he thinks it would be three times the size of Conor McGregor versus Floyd Mayweather. We saw uh, the boss over the weekend. Look, he's got the Zuckerberg versus Musk shirt on. Unclear if the UFC is going to sell those I think it would probably be a smart idea to sell those because they'd make a ton of money and Mojo look it doesn't mean that uh, you know look I I take meta at their word here Uh, it doesn't mean though at the end of the day that they aren't going to fight and that they aren't going to do it at UFC 300 obviously UFC 300 like you said is going to be an absolutely massive card and what way to make it bigger than to have two of the richest and most famous people on planet earth fighting each other stay tuned Mojo, moving on to Tom Brady. Uh, Tom Brady, who is absolutely living it up in retirement, Mojo, and uh, doing things again that ordinary people don't do. Most people, you retire and you sort of let yourself go. No, not Tom Brady, because Tom Brady is looking absolutely shredded Mojo, at least in my mind. Look, who am I? Uh, you know, um, I could stand to hit the gym a bit, Mojo. That, to me, though, looks absolutely incredible for a 45-going-on 46-year-old man who, again, just retired from playing 20-plus years of professional football, and he looks incredible. He's in Greece, Mojo, on the big yacht with the kids, enjoying summer, and uh, I'll tell you what, looking great.
0: First of all, Babcock, you are absolutely the most jacked guy I know. Don't cut yourself short, man. You are leagues more jacked than Chris Gronkowski. That is oh. absolutely for sure. That's is actually that a is that a compliment? You're right. Everybody's more jacked than Chris Gronkowski. Chris, I love, I love you. You're more jacked than you, Rob. I'll give you that too. <laughs> that is a compliment. <laughs> now, moving on to his former teammate, yes, Tom Brady. This might sound a little crazy to hear, but it is no shock to me whatsoever that Brady might look better in retirement really? than he did when he played. When you're retired, you can actually focus on your aesthetic as opposed to your performance. You can actually look stronger because you don't have to actually be stronger. He can fully commit himself to his Brady brand and his nutrition program. He can spend less time throwing a football and studying Mm. X's and and O's and a little bit more time, maybe doing some cardio, some HIIT training. I believe he only does band work. If I recall, he doesn't really mess with weight. So, Yeah, when players can focus on the aesthetic of things and don't have to focus on performance, yeah, you typically look way better after playing than when you actually did play. Boji, you know one of the
1: more amazing things to me is that he has actually, Tom, has actually gotten better looking physically over the years. (laughs) Uh, Look at that. That obviously is the famous photo from uh, Michigan. Tom, obviously, uh, you know, look, uh, not very physically imposing there, doesn't have much muscle on him, sort of looks scrawny. And then you look uh, on the photo on the right, which is something like 23, 24 or so years later. uh, And to see the muscle definition, you're not supposed to be in better shape when you're 40 something as opposed to 20 something. Uh, Something has worked for the guy. I know a lot of people make fun of his diet and and how he works out. I, I don't know. I I trade bodies with them.
0: That picture is actually my favorite meme on the internet. And the (laughs) caption reads, Proof that you're not ugly. You're just poor. (laughs) Mojo, of
1: course, Conor McGregor still being investigated in Miami. After a woman claimed that she was raped by the former UFC champ uh, after a Miami Heat NBA Finals game. We've talked about that a lot, Mojo. And a lot of people have wondered, you know, what are the fans going to think about this? Connor McGregor, he's had so many allegations. Um, you know, look, we're not talking about rape allegations, but just incidents in the past where Connor has not acted in a way that he should have. And, and a lot of people have wondered, hey, when are the fans finally going to move on from this guy? Say, Conor, you finally have done too much. Well, the answer is not right now, Mojo, because the guy still, by all accounts, has uh, his fans right there by his side. We actually saw Conor McGregor leaving the Peninsula Hotel, one of the more fancy hotels in Manhattan last week, and we're gonna show you this here. And, and Connor actually sends a short message to his fans, but also notice just the sheer amount of people who are out there supporting the Notorious. Watch this.
0: Thank
1: you so much for the support. Appreciate the support. Connor, what's
0: next for you? Fight. For Keep fight? On Keep fighting, Thank you, Thank you, Keep fighting. Thank you for
1: Keep Mojo if you go to the website uh, you can watch the whole video a lot of it is just uh, fans calling trying to get photographs and autographs and stuff but uh, you really do get a sense for how many people are out there obviously they knew Connor was at the hotel waiting just to get a glimpse of, of McGregor and they're still standing by this guy's side.
0: Yeah, that's pretty apparent right now. The vast, vast majority of Conor McGregor fans or even fight fans in general are sticking by his side. And, you know, assuming that he doesn't get charged and convicted for, for this current allegation, which a lot of this evidence that's come out recently, the video footage, of them together going into the bathroom uh, and then partying together later that night certainly will make it difficult uh, for the accuser to to convict Conor with those videos out in the world. But aside from that, he just hasn't done anything too damning in, in, until this point. He's gotten in some fights, some brawls. He He's talked a lot of trash. But to be honest, those are kind of the reasons everyone loves Conor McGregor, right? right? Good expect- point. Fighters to fight and talk trash, and again, that's what he's best at. Yeah, Mojo, I think that's a good point. Um,
1: I I, I do also believe that as some of these videos have come out, that uh, that a lot of the fans, if they were unsure about the allegations, and uh, look, what the woman claimed happened in the bathroom is absolutely disgusting. And if Connor did that, then he should be in a prison cell. But with some of the evidence that has come out and and particularly the videos and showing them hanging out after, I think a lot of people, even the ones who felt unsure about what happened inside that bathroom mojo, I think those people have moved over to Connor's side and uh, a lot of them are viewing this like it's a shakedown for money and I I don't know what happened in the bathroom. Uh, I'm sure Connor and the woman are really the only two who know the absolute truth, but it does really feel like uh, a lot of the people who weren't sure about what happened are now riding with Connor. The Miami police are still investigating. The woman obviously is uh, is threatening a lawsuit and uh, it's a story that we will continue to follow. All right, Mojo, let's move on to Patrick Mahomes. It does not matter how many Super Bowls you've won. How many 500 million dollar contracts you sign if wifey needs a photo taken <laughs> get that camera ready uh, patrick mahomes proved just that look at this so there is patrick that's the guy with his back uh, to us and his beautiful wife Brittany, and uh, he is taking photos for her mojo there is the finished product Uh, They're on vacation somewhere uh, before training camp. Just really funny because I think a lot of people might think, oh, yeah, Patrick definitely doesn't do that. I do that, but Patrick doesn't have to do that. No, he's the best quarterback in the league. You're wrong.
0: Yeah, you're wrong. I I don't care how big of a star you are. If you have a significant other in your life, you moonlight as a photographer. It is what it is. Accept it and learn to get good at it. And that's exactly what Patrick Mahomes needs to do here. He needs to learn how to get good at it because I can tell from this photo right there that he is actually terrible at it. He's a rookie. He might be a pro bowler, Super Bowl MVP on the field, but he is an awful <laughs> photographer. And I'll tell you why. Any guy with a significant other knows that when you take a picture, you can't shoot upwards. Right. No Down. lady likes that angle. They hate it. They hate the way that they right. look. Who wants you a double shoot. chin? It's like a double chin. You know, it's 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 not good. Down. Um, yes. Yes. Yes, I'm glad you said it. I was scared to say it just because I didn't want to put that out (laughs) into the universe. But that's exactly what they say. It's a nightmare. This guy's getting his reps in because that was certainly a redo. Well, you can't be good at everything, Mojo. (laughs) You can't can't have it all. I guess this is uh, a good thing to be bad at. He he played his chip properly.
1: Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares that money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal, or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Welcome back to TMZ Sports, Mike and Mojo. Mojo, New York Giants quarterback Daniel Jones was just trying to go to a concert and enjoy himself over the weekend when he was violated by a country music star. I'm talking about Zach Bryan. So over the weekend, there was a concert going down in New York City. Zach Bryan is a really well-known country music star and Daniel Jones happens to be a fan. So DJ goes, Uh, after minicamp just ended for the Giants. So he's been on the field, hot days in New York City, practicing. He said, hey, I'm gonna go have some fun over the weekend. Zach Bryan had him on stage. Everything was going good until an epic troll at the end. Watch this. Oh, there's Zach yellow Birds. Birds, of course, being the Philadelphia Eagles, one of the Giants' biggest rivals.
0: I mean, I guess he could have been talking about the Falcons or the Cardinals as yeah. well, Babcock. They're Birds, too. Could have been. I don't think that's the question <laughs> here. The real question here, Babcock, is are these guys buddies? And he <laughs> called him up on stage for a little bit of fun and then threw yeah. that in at the end, or did he only call him up on stage so he could deliver the go Bird line <laughs> at the end and has complete indifference to Daniel Jones. I'm not sure. We'll have to ask Mr. Bryan, but you love when you see this stuff. It's it's funny. It's, it's lighthearted. If you play for a team on a team sport, you have to assume <laughs> that the entire population is not going to like your particular team. So you got to be prepared for these situations at all times. You can't take it personally, even if you're a quarterback, but <laughs> either way, I love that this happened. Yeah, It looked like
1: Daniel, uh, look, he's not a guy who really gets, uh, he, he's unflappable. Let's put it like that. I don't think uh, he took this all too seriously. He looked like he was having a good time up there. And uh, look, He just got paid like $40 million a year. So things are good for Daniel Jones. I don't think this bothered him too much.
0: Well, let me ask you something here real quick, Babcock. If that was you on stage with Mr. Bryan and he he said, go birds in front of everybody right next to you, how would you have handled that? I'd grab him by his
1: neck and throw him into the crowd, Mojo. What? You don't disrespect Mojo, my favorite golfer, Landon Gilmore, committed to play golf at Ball State over the weekend. Now, there he is. That swing looks familiar. looks like Happy Gilmore, right? Well, Mojo, that man's nickname, Landon's nickname, is Happy Gilmore. Again, big news over the weekend. He is going to play at Ball State, and the commitment got the attention of another happy Gilmore, Adam Sandler. So Adam Sandler goes to his social media account, Mojo, and kept it short and sweet. He goes, go get him happy, pulling for you. So had to be absolutely awesome for Landon, AKA happy to hear from Adam Sandler himself. Wasn't just Adam though, that tweeted. Uh, Also Shooter McGavin, Chris McDonald, of course, played the famous character. Shooter McGavin in the uh, one of the funniest movies of all time. Here's what Shooter said. Congrats, but I tell you what, you'd be something in one of those long drive contests. Hell, you'd probably make a very good living traveling around, hustling at driving ranges. Just the thought. So, Chris, Shooter taking a little shot at Happy.
0: This, this is real life for Happy Gilmore right is now, as it?" If- Committing to play college athletics wasn't awesome enough. Now you have both Adam Sandler and Shooter McGavin supporting or insulting you. I don't even know which one's cooler. I mean, who was the real star of the movie Happy Gilmore? Shooter. I I think I have to say it was Shooter McGavin. He has lasted through the ages. Adam Sandler. Yeah. He was great, but yes, you're right. It's Shooter McGavin. That's the guy we all love, right? <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, I
1: could not agree with you more. Like, how cool for this kid. I, I, look, I'd heard his name before. He's going. Uh, he's going to be a, a college golfer now. We'll see what happens from there, but there is nobody that I am pulling for. There's nobody that I'm rooting for more than the real-life Happy Gilmore. If you wonder too, Mojo, how he got his nickname, he actually, he recently explained it. It also helps that his last name's Gilmore, but uh, here's Landon explaining the origins of the nickname Happy. So my last name is Gilmore. And when I was like between 6 and 9, I played in this tournament uh, called the Pepsi Little People's in Quincy, Illinois, and I won a long drive contest that they were having. So that's kind of what started it, you know, Happy uh, Gilmore winning a long drive and then so they just started calling me Happy. And then when I was a little bit older, we started signing me up as tournaments as Happy Gilmore, and from there it just kind of blew up. <laughs>
0: This guy's Makes been sense. Happy Gilmore from ages six to nine? That's a long, long <laughs> time, back. I tell you what, if he, if he doesn't get arrested at least three times during college for fighting and takes a, a hockey stick out there to drive, this kid, I, I really don't care what happens to his career, personally. I know it's kind of mean to say, but he's got to live up to the name if he's going to do this. He's also got to start fighting gators. We can help him with that down here. You Mojo for that.
1: All right, Mojo, we are just about out of time. Uh, this is one of my favorite stories of last week. Remember the number one overall draft pick, Victor Wembanyama, threw out the first pitch at the New York Yankees game. It was oof. a day or two before he was drafted. And Mojo, yeah, it was oof. your oof says it all. It was one of the worst uh. first pitches that we have ever seen. Well, Tomorrow, there is another team that wants to give that young, very big man a second chance, Mocho. Tomorrow, we're going to tell you uh, a road to redemption for Wemby, the seven foot five inch San Antonio Spurs first round draft pick. That's tomorrow. It's going to be great, Mocho. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Talking about a shot at redemption, <laughs> that'll easily. Make for the best shuttle since today. <laughs>